0: This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Episode 334, The Mandalorian Series Wrap-Up. I'll work on that.
1: Welcome to the Strangers and Aliens Podcast.
2: Strangers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: boldly say what needs to be said. Would you be a stranger or an alien? Or would you be a strange alien? The truth, strange alien? truth is out there. <laughs> I am your father's best friend, Bummer. <laughs> Superman. Wonder
1: Woman. Barn versus
0: Captain Kirk. Do you think that there's room in sci fi for God? The very first thing that God did so why is he was that He created something, so we have a creative God. This is Strangers and Aliens Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Strangers. And Aliens, podcast about sci-fi, fantasy, and faith, and spirituality. And I'm Ben, Ben Avery, and I'm here with Evan David. Hello. And, and Steve McDonald.
2: That's me with no accent.
0: And we are here. It's just
1: f- how I say hello.
0: That's
2: I, how I, I understand that.
0: And we are here to talk about the final episode, at least for another 10 years, in our series where we take a look <laughs> at movies in the years that end with nine. <laughs> it sounds random, but it really isn't, because we started looking at just the movies that happened in these years, like 1979, uh, 1989, and they all kind of have this topical importance to just kind of the history of cinema and so here we are in the only one that we didn't look at and say is there a topical importance for this year and and so the topical importance for this year is that it was last year and i don't know if we'll have a (laughs) title for it that goes along quite as neatly as the other ones but yeah yes so as of right now i'm just calling it 2019 and the it was last year effect so there's there's nice. that. <laughs> and Evan, I understand you have been very excited about this episode because you meticulously yes. track your movie watching.
1: Yes, I, I do with Letterboxd and I have got thirty nine movies on this list from twenty nineteen. These are movies that came out in twenty nineteen that I watched in twenty nineteen wow. and I have ranked them. By how how much I liked them, and so I it's it's been a labor of love for three hundred and sixty five days. Yeah, but you did the point. year
0: before that too. I mean, this is, and the year this that is Just meant, what you do. And the year before you know, that. Yeah, this is just what you do. But yes, yes. Um, we are only talking about two thousand nineteen movies right now. And yes, you know I don't know if there is going to be a through line with that, but this was an interesting year there were some interesting movies and there were some not so great movies and there were some big ones too some really Mm -hmm. big movies so uh i don't know maybe we will follow along with your list the only thing i'm worried about is that there might be some movies missing from your list that i saw but you didn't uh like like um, predator yep predator brightburn did you end up seeing brightburn (laughs) no and i never will okay (laughs) So, so. And, wow. uh, just make a list
1: of the horror films that came out this year, Ben, and we can you can talk about
0: those. Well, it's that wasn't a horror film. I mean, that was that was about as sci-fi as you can get. Um, and there's Captive State. Did you see that one? No, I did not see that one. OK, so that was one that um, I remember I went and saw it alone, but I wasn't sure. So, well, well let's just use your list as the guide, though. And and then we'll fill in some gaps if, okay. if need be. But, yeah, yeah. So are you starting at the right. bottom of I your list? Or are you going to start at the top of your list?
1: Bottom. Let's start with the trash and move toward the treasure. And you guys <laughs> just stop me when there's a movie that you think you want to talk about because I'm sure there's movies on here that you don't want to talk about. So. Okay. <laughs>
0: uh, so these 39 <laughs> movies, are they sci-fi, fantasy?
1: No, they're just all – all the movies, but there's a there's a bunch of sci fi fantasy in here.
0: Oh, okay. Uh,
1: it's mostly sci fi. It's mostly sci fi fantasy, but there's definitely some rom coms as well because I'm married.
0: <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> so, you know, you, you could have uh, tailored your list for the podcast, but
1: I could have, but, but yes, this is this is the comprehensive list. So here we go. All right. I'll just run through them fast, or. You know, and you and you just stop me when you want to when you want to talk about something. So number thirty nine and the bottom place is Fire Fraud, which is the Hulu documentary about the fire festival. Lots of language. Um, number thirty eight is Isn't It Romantic with it's where that girl gets sucked into a universe where it's a PG-13 romantic comedy. Um, okay. It was dumb. Like it sounded like a sound like an intriguing premise and it does have that is kind of fantasy because she's sucked into another dimension where she's in the dimension of a pg-13 romantic comedy yeah that's Um, science fiction yeah but it's it it wasn't great the next one is missing link one of the three yeti themed movies that came out this year unbelievable
0: um unbelievable that's just (laughs) i i'm amazed by this and yet not intrigued enough to actually watch them
1: actually you know what i think it two was this year and then one was last year yeah no Th- this one wasn't great I mean the animation is beautiful because it's made by the same people who do Kubo and the Two Strings but it fell apart after the first act for me so the the first 10 minutes is worth a watch because they're hunting the Loch Ness Monster and there's an epic sequence where they're trying to capture it and it was great uh, so it should have just stopped there should have been a short film uh, number thirty six is the Lego Movie two. I did not enjoy it. Really? No, not
2: really. What was? Yet, I'm Trying to remember if I saw it. What I did. what was, what was it? Oh, did okay. I I haven't seen that one yet. <clears throat> Pretend I said nothing.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. The the time travel stuff didn't work for me. <laughs> like <laughs> the the stuff in the the stuff in the first movie. It made sense with its meta ness, but this just did, it fell apart. <laughs> so, well, okay. the time travel stuff it didn't make, make sense, sense
0: because it's happening, but it's not. So, like, it's right. imaginary time travel, but the it just yeah, yeah, it was an okay movie to yet. me, but it was definitely not a yeah. a great movie to me. So, okay, continue. All right,
1: number 35, <laughs> number 35. Ben is going to disagree with this. Number 35 is Ad Astra.
0: I also yeah. saw that movie. I hated it. And I actually I liked it. it. So yeah. Much.
1: I know. <laughs> uh, I really didn't like it. Like, I, I felt very vindicated, Ben, though, because I was listening to um, uh, Word Balloon, the podcast. And the the host of the Word Balloon podcast, John Sundress, loved the movie. But then he had uh, Brian Michael Bendis on, and Brian Michael Bendis hated it. So... He's my favorite writer, so I'm I'm with him. Um, so <laughs> so hate things that he hates.
0: Yeah, yeah. So your friend, who is actually also a writer that you like, d- nothing does nothing yeah. for you.
2: <laughs> no good there.
0: But, <laughs> it just but your favorite to writer line
1: up that way. No.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I formed my
1: opinion before I heard Brian's <laughs> I, opinion.
0: No, I know you did because we walked not, out of the theater together very... and you hated it. So it's not the greatest movie. It is not the greatest. <laughs> I liked elements of it enough to say, yeah, I'd give it a thumb up, but my thumb would be like, hey, are you sure about this? And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, just stay up. It's okay, dude. And my thumb would be, (laughs) okay, all right, but what about the... uh, Yeah, you're right. You're right, thumb. But yeah, anyway, (laughs) continue.
1: (laughs) Okay. Number 34 is called Rim of the World, and it is a sci-fi alien invasion movie exclusive to Netflix. And... It was not good. No. (laughs) There. Let me see. There. Yeah. There was a lot of. There was. It. It took a lot of things from much better movies like Jurassic Park, and Transformers, and Independence Day. And so you should just watch those movies instead. (laughs) (laughs) So, it wasn't very good. Okay. All right. The next one, number thirty-three, is. it's another Netflix movie. It's called The Perfect Date. It's a rom-com movie where this guy who's about to go off to college, he invents an app where he will rent himself out to you as a fake date to fool your parents or to, you know, whatever. And so he just tailors himself to whatever you want him to be, and he shows up and and you go on a date with him. It wasn't, it wasn't great. Um, <laughs> the next one is The Hustle with uh, – Anne Hathaway and that Australian comedian girl who I can't remember her name right now, where they're both con artists and they meet up and then they try to out con each other. Sounds great. Age. Yeah, it's it sounded like it was like oh this is this could be like a a new Ocean's Eleven type thing. No, no, it wasn't it wasn't. No, it was a, it was
0: Dirty Rides right uh, Con Okay. Yeah, no, that's what it looked like anyway. I think I heard people say that it is like that, but that's what it looked like to me. So yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah. I wasn't impressed with it. Um, okay. The next one, 31, Ben will also disagree with this. Probably. It was the wandering earth.
0: Yeah. You gave it two and a half stars and, and I gave it three yeah. and a half stars. I actually, I, I liked it. Uh, it's it not was great an interesting concept.
2: But... I just didn't like where it went.
0: Well, so I, I actually just looked this one up to see like how we compared on this, and I said at times reminiscent of old school sci-fi by the old school sci-fi masters, at time re- re- reminiscent of Sharknado. <laughs> so that's <laughs> it, it reminded me of two thousand one yes. and Sharknado like within minutes of each other. But I found myself enjoying myself, and it wasn't it wasn't the most logical movie, and the characters weren't always the most. Um, the, the smartest of people. Uh, yeah. but it, it's so it's one of those, you know, when we were talking about the Mandalorian and we we're talking about how he's a 50 year old baby and it's just such a big number. You can't imagine infancy yeah. lasting that long. It's the same thing with this movie. It is so big and the craziness is so absurd as far as what they're asking you to believe is happening on the screen. Yeah. That it just, you, you either go with it or you don't because it is ridiculous. <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah. And actually, you know what? I don't know if this was released in 2019.
0: It, I, I just believe, watched
1: it in 2019. I
0: believe it was released in 2019 on Netflix, but it was released before that uh, in China. Because that's the other thing. Yes. This is a, a Chinese blockbuster movie that was put out there. So. Yep. Yep. All
1: right. Number 30, Joker. It oh, was, wow. Yeah. That low. Yeah. It, it was well acted, but it... And there's definitely some comic book bias in here because it diverted too much from the character for my liking, and then just the the rated R content and the lack of Batman and the changing of beloved comic book characters didn't like it. Yeah.
0: Well, you've been excited to do this episode because of your list. I've been excited to do this episode because we never actually talked about Joker. <laughs> we, we didn't actually talk about that movie, and I've, I've been wanting to because uh, that movie stuck with me. I – I like movies that stick with you. I like movies that make you think well after it's done. And, and that one definitely, uh, it, it stuck with me. There is huge changes to comic book lore. Um, and I'm not going to say, uh, this is not the place to spoil this. Um, mm-hmm. but there is a big, huge twist in the comic book lore that at first you're like, oh, there's no way. And then you're like, oh, I think they're doing it. And then they're like, nope, nope. They twisted it back. And then, But then you sit back and think about it afterwards, and I'm I'm wondering. I think that that was the intention. I think that this actually was what they're they're saying in this movie, that this big change to the lore is real. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, well acted, definitely, well shot. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. The idea of the stairway, I don't know if you remember the stairway from the trailer, but where he's dancing up and down. uh, He's trudging. Up the stairs and in all the scenes when he's walking up those stairs, it's basically that's when he's trying so hard to do right and be normal. And when he fully embraces the idea of being Joker and doing this and just going all out in this persona, that's when he dances down the stairs with just light feet ease. He has the painted smile, you know, even. Um, But it's just this visual Of, you know, how different it is and how easy it is to descend into, I mean, basically, just to put the spiritual spin on it, to descend into sin. It's so easy, Mm -hmm. you know, and and it's just, you can just trot on down. But if you want to get better, if you want to get closer to God, if you want to, um, you know, actually do what God wants you to do, it's not easy. You know, it's it's work. You have to push. And if if you're trying to do that on your own, it is like what what Joker shows us, you know, he's trudging up and he's trying so hard and there's no rock music playing in the background. You know, (laughs) yes, Um, it's it's not a perfect. uh, No movie is a perfect metaphor, but the metaphor that crops up for that, um, it made me think also of uh, Rogue One, where there's a bunch of hope. And looking up and, and climbing up uh, in that movie that I would really like to sit down and watch Rogue One again just with that in mind. Because it was something I thought about after the fact uh, and and haven't gone back to the movie since then. But it's just that movie metaphor of moving up and moving down. And when he descends down those stairs, it's over for the city. <laughs> it's it's yeah. done. Um, I, I liked it. It's not for everyone it is not for everyone because it is not about a hero and it is not about a good guy overcoming the bad guy. This is a bad guy doing bad things. Some of it to bad people, but most of it not. Yeah. Yeah. Number 29 wait, is, wait, okay. Steve, did you see it?
2: No, I did not.
0: Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> I had no real interest in it. I mean, ever since killing joke, ever since, um, Dark Knight Returns, where you just have this dark, dark, dark Joker being represented. It's just, you know, anytime you have have that type of a Joker, I'm just not interested. So,
0: and, and this is more of a Scorsese movie. This is more Godfather than yeah. Dark Knight Returns, yeah. um, uh, or more Taxi Driver, I guess I should say. Uh, there's a there's an element of, of Godfather kind of thing in there, but more Taxi Driver. Um, then Dark Knight Returns but that's that's still in and of itself that's very very dark and I do think it's funny and I think the reason that Scorsese came out and said you know how much he doesn't like these superhero movies that they're more of a a theme park attraction than they are cinema you know Mm -hmm. I think part of the reason why he had to come out and say that is because so many people were using his name when they're talking about Joker yeah and (laughs) and it's true I mean uh, it's Take off the clown ma- makeup and, and honestly, no, you can leave the clown makeup on. I mean, the, just take off the, the Bruce Wayne name or the, the uh, Thomas Wayne name and move it back to New York instead of, of Gotham. And it is a Scorsese movie. But... Yeah, poor yep. guy. Poor guy <laughs> got linked up with superhero movies in the public Aww. consciousness. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. Anyway. <laughs> Next on your list, okay. Twenty nine is Fire,
1: which is another Fire Festival documentary, but this one done by Netflix. I thought it was much better. Uh, it gives you the kind of a better view of all that happened and all went wrong, and it's very. It is fascinating. It is a fascinating watch just to see these people just fail <laughs> and like and fail so spectacularly, and it's not because. Of uh, unforeseen circumstances it's just because they are bad at what they do and they just made the wrong choices on purpose and it's just spectacular uh, a lot of language in it though um, which is why it's so low otherwise I'd be, it'd be higher But and then 28 is uh, Tall Girl which is another I guess it's a romantic comedy drama sort of thing <laughs>
0: on it's a teen drama more than
1: yes yes anything
0: is, yes, yeah yes
1: but uh it's about a girl who's tall and she's insecure about her tallness in high school uh and i thought you know even though it's on 28 it has a, it has some good messages in it um but no, yeah.
2: where where in your list do you think there's a tipping point where everything above this number would be a thumbs up and everything below this number would be a thumbs up? okay <laughs>
0: Well,
1: over 17 and a half, maybe 18 and a half. We'll see. All right.
0: So. All right. Uh, I'll I'll say this. If you are a bad movie to watch together. Yeah.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. For sure. Yes. Uh, Number 27. Always be my maybe, which is romantic comedy about these two people who uh, were lovers in high school. Then they broke up and moved apart and now they get back together in their early 30s. And it's kind of like, well, if I don't end up going or, you know, getting married to this one person, I, I can always fall back on you sort of thing. It's a romantic comedy. Definitely some sexual content, uh, which is why it's a little lower here. But uh,
0: okay. yeah, moving on, moving on.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, twenty twenty six was murder mystery with Jennifer Aniston and uh, Adam Sandler. and It was OK. Uh, number 25 is wonder park. Do you guys hear about this movie?
0: Is that the animated
1: one? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I saw trailers for it, but I never saw it.
1: Yeah. It was, I think it was animated overseas and then paramount Nickelodeon picked it up and, and dubbed it and put it over here. But Yumi, my daughter loves this movie and, uh, it, it's, it's good. It got some poor reviews. They said it was too heavy, but I thought it was just heavy enough. And it's yeah, if, if, you don't have anything to watch and you're wanting something new animated it's not the worst choice you can make uh it's got a lot of imagination and fantasy in it number 24 is Godzilla king of the monsters which i will say i liked a lot better the second time i watched it because uh i was i knew i now knew what i was getting cuz i i love the, the,
2: f- the cartoon one or the anime one no no, no. that's
1: the the no, new big budget one yeah. got it um but I love the first one so much, and this one is a a big departure from the the tone and the style of the first one. Uh, but once I got used to it, I like it a lot better.
0: I gave this one four stars. I mean, I I, I like this quite a bit.
1: Yeah,
2: uh,
0: there's 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 just a level of fun to it, and a level of um. They're they're trying to make it a myth. And and make it, it this mythology, but but beyond that, like they're trying to just tap into the the just the the mythology of the Godzilla by creating things like the underwater <laughs> Atlantis thing. Yes. You know, like there, there's just things like that that are going on in there that. They're building a universe, and and they're trying to create this kind of new mythology, and I I, I really appreciated it for what it was.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I appreciate it more now, like I said. I gave this one three stars. I gave the first one five stars. It's one of my wow. favorite movies. I'll watch it again and again and again. So, it the had question, a lot
0: though, love. is you gave this – how many stars did you give this? Three. Okay. But this is still in your thumbs-down section of the list.
1: Yeah, I guess there's three sections. We're in the – section okay we're out of the bad movies (laughs) Uh, the bad movies stopped with probably joker okay yeah all right so then number 23 detective pikachu one of ben's
0: favorite films he's watched it so many times i've watched it three times yes (laughs) i have and not one of my favorite films however don't hate it i don't hate it i think that for what it is it's actually pretty good
1: Yes, I agree with that, and
0: it—it's it, just—it's very niche. <laughs> like, Looks like yeah, I, I gave it four stars though on Letterbox. Wow! wow. nice. <laughs> no, because it's—it's a fun detective thing. It's got the sci-fi element. It's a direct sequel to the first Pokemon movie. Yeah, which I is mean, weird. Yeah, it, aren't you glad
1: you watched it now, Ben?
0: Yeah, well, just enough to to be able to say, hey, I've seen that. Now, my son. Uh, has not seen the first Pokemon movie yet, Uh, but he was still able to go along for the ride. And he he had a fun time playing Where's Waldo, you know, where just all the Pokemon in the background on on the buildings and stuff. And uh, yeah, yeah, did not hate this by any stretch.
1: Cool. Number 22, Toy Story 4. It is down here because I hated the ending. Wow. Hated it ruined the entire movie for me
2: i'm not sure if i saw this one
0: this is the one uh, where it actually there's a it takes place in an amusement park uh, or that's part of it uh it also takes place in an antique store mm. and uh this is the one that introduces forky
1: no uh, i also hate forky yeah, oh, I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes i hate
0: it that's the way the cookie crumbles evan yeah.
1: <laughs> yes uh, i have i have officially boycotted the forky show on on Disney Plus because I don't want them to make any more and I'm not going to give them my support.
0: Uh, I, I, here's where yeah. I just I find it so funny that you keep coming to that. You don't want them to make any more like this is something so easy for you to avoid because they're three minute yeah, episodes like you don't even have to watch this thing. There are people out there who really enjoy it, but you don't want that.
1: I want them to spend their money on other good things.
0: And Yeah. And not on 14. Some would disagree that. Okay. They, they have, But um, I did like Toy Story 4 quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, the only bad thing about Toy Story 4 for me is that we already had the perfect ending in Toy Story 3. Yes. And so this, while it's still a, a good ending, is just not the best ending because they already made the best ending. And then they said, more money. Okay. Yes.
1: Okay. Number 21. How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, pretty I, good. Yeah, yeah, I like that one too. I liked it. Have you seen them? Have you seen them all yet?
0: Yes, I have.
1: Oh, awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah, Just we like them. We watched through them all, um and yeah, I, overall, I really like the whole the whole series. We watched some of the the animated series too, and that's that. There was some fun stuff to that, even. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh the movies themselves, yeah, and and this one again, this is a good ending to a trilogy
1: yes Yes. the only the reason it's down here this far is because the villain uh just seemed way too similar to the villain in the second one it it, uh yeah so everything else besides the villain was great and he was only okay all right number 20 surprisingly dark phoenix
0: (laughs) i'm actually surprised it's this high yes me too (laughs) (laughs) like, <laughs> like oh for, for, these, for
1: these lower ones i just i i think to myself which one if i it was if i was forced to watch one or the other which one would i rather watch and this one trumps the other ones that are below it so
0: it's <laughs> a, a fair assessment i yeah i i really don't have any intention honestly at this point i don't even think i have any intention to go back to any x-men movies yeah You know, I mean, that that's the end Uh, you have Logan, which is the I guess the actual ending of the franchise, you know, as far as chronology goes. But we do have new mutants coming out this year, though. Yeah. And that's technically part of the X-Men franchise that was still under Fox. Well, I guess someone at Disney. This is for the D20 magazine. In an article or a a write-up about New Mutants in the D20 magazine, they say it's a part of the MCU.
1: Yeah. Oh, really?
0: Yes. Now, that's the only place that has said that. And so I don't know. I I don't know if it actually is or not. Uh, But this is something that they did reshoots after the Disney purchase. So could they – Would they? I don't know. Should they? (laughs) Uh, Who knows? Who knows? But it would be odd if that was the introduction of mutants to the MCU is new mutants and this little horror movie about mutants going to a hospital.
2: Well, it could be because the twist might be that one of the mutants like, you know, magic or, you know, one of them could have some you know, reality altering or dimension hopping type of a power that they use. And all of a sudden the two universes, you know, meet up, collide or, you know, bleed over whatever. whatever you yeah, want to do it.
0: It could, it could. Um, I just, I would think that if this was going to, whatever it is, that's going to introduce mutants. You would think it to be something bigger, you know, and, and that they'd be definitely playing that up. Um, but they are at the very least they they released new trailer and they're 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 definitely trying to get their money back on this movie
2: but and knowing knowing the story that it's based on i mean characters were altered and and in, in you know just in that course of of that story there was things going on and and especially if they if they include warlock who happened i believe like the issue after these you know this story is based on of course they can take stuff from anywhere in the mm-hmm. whole canon of the new mutants but if they pull him in and all of a sudden you're looking at you know world altering types of characters you know i could i could definitely see it as, as very easily being something that you know flips the switch
0: i'm very curious very curious to see what this actually ends up being if it's going to be yeah. good or not but Dark Phoenix, you want to talk about not a great ending? Yeah. (laughs) Like
1: that's. (sighs) Such potential. Squandered.
0: They did a better job with Dark Phoenix in the 90s X Men cartoon. Yes. And this was directed
1: by the same guy. Well, this was directed by the same guy who did the third one. Yeah. And he
0: he gets a second chance.
1: Why would you let him do that? Uh, Wow. (laughs) All right. So, number. 19, okay, so now we're entering into the three movies which bridge the eh and the I like it a lot. Okay. Okay. And so number 19, it probably should be number 17, but it's Godzilla the Planet Eater, which is the third installment of the anime trilogy. I really enjoyed this movie a lot. It's my favorite of the anime trilogy. It's my favorite version of Ghidorah that I have seen. Um, but it's this low on your list. Like I said, it should be 17 probably now that, I, now that I'm relooking at it. But yes,
0: but even Our, 17 I mean... and we've done episodes about all three of those movies. Yes. Right. We are. And uh, yeah, them. they're they're good. Yes. Yeah, I
2: really enjoyed the the, the buildup for me was slow. When I watched the first one, I was like. Where's this going? But then with the second one, I was drawn in much more. And then with the third one, I was just locked in and I was like, oh, wow, I can't believe what they're doing with this character. I mean, it's it's not your typical, you know, villain. It's it's I mean, they they just went so over the top with it. It was delightful how they did it.
0: Loved it. Here's here's my question. Because of the build Mm -hmm. and because of things that I'm I'm, I'm hearing a lot of people say the same kind of things you guys are saying. Do you think it would have been better for them to release them all at the same time? Yes, because the the question I'm having is, would you have jumped into movie 2 and then to movie 3 just based on watching movie number 1? You know, so if if movie number yes. 1 is a pilot episode, are you still going to stick with it? Yes. Okay. Just cuz the sure. ending of
1: number 1 where they, yeah, the, the big reveal at the end of number one, I'm like, all right, okay. I got it.
0: Yeah.
1: Everything before the ending of number one, eh. With <laughs> 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 the ending of number one, it grabs you and you got to see what comes next.
0: I just would have appreciated them coming out closer to each other so I could remember them and not have to rewatch them. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah but... There is that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Number 18, Escape Room which is the, the movie about the people who go into the escape room, but it's actually an elaborate death trap.
0: Yeah, I didn't get to that one.
1: It okay. was good. It was good. as a good thriller, and it, is, it sets it up for a series, and they are releasing the second one this next year. So I'm, I'm In looking theaters? forward to that. Yeah, I think so.
0: Okay. Uh, did you ever see Cube? No. And then Cube 2? No. And then Cube Zero? No. Uh, <laughs> th- these are really low budget movies that th- it's basically like what if the movie you're talking about was super low budget they only have one set and so they built a cube that they could turn into a bunch of different sets and it's it's basically this where they're trying to go th- they go when you escape the cube you go into another cube mm. and it's just and they all are these death traps in them and uh, I I actually kind of enjoyed them. I, I don't remember too much more about them other than kind of enjoying them and being a little its own little franchise. But all right. This well, star- I'll have to check that out. And
1: yeah, it stars the girl, uh, one of the sisters from uh, Lost in Space. Okay. Yes.
0: Yes. I remember seeing her at- in the trailers. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Number 17, Dora and the Lost City of Gold. This
2: was better than Godzilla.
1: Like I said. Godzilla should probably be number seventeen. <laughs> so, <laughs> Godzilla would be one rung above Dora in the Lost City of Gold. But when uh, I saw you're
2: the one making this list,
1: Steve, it was hilarious. <laughs> it was hilarious, and I okay. loved it. Okay. But then, when I watched it on the theaters, I loved it. Then I watched it on the small screen, and I loved it less. Wow, it's okay. funny
2: That's the first for time.
1: A reason why? It's funny the first time, but then after you know the jokes are coming, it's not as funny.
0: Um it's not one of those type of movies where it's just funny over and over again.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. I still haven't seen that one. Um and worth, I doubt it. Worth doubt a it.
1: watch once. Worth a watch once, especially if you're familiar with the source material. Um okay, number sixteen is the Disney Plus original Christmas film Noel.
0: That I, high?
1: I really enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> wow. Like, I, like Godzilla, obviously. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. It left me with warm feelings. And it was much better than Elf.
0: I would agree with that. And I would also agree it was better than I expected. It was definitely better than I expected. But yeah. I don't know if my family's ever gonna want to watch it again. <laughs> they they did it they did it once and they're good.
1: Shantae has decreed that we should watch it every year. So wow. That's what we'll be doing. Um all right, number fifteen. So now we're in like the movies I really, really like. Uh, number fifteen is Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
0: Oh, I have it on my shelf and still have not watched it. It was
1: good. I've it. I read the comic, and uh, this was a good adaptation of that, and it was it was great. The comic uh, is
0: the comic is fantastic. It's just a lot yeah. of fun. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Number fourteen. Oh, and also, I was very surprised by this because I watched that other. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle crossover movie you gave me, Ben, to watch. Yeah. Where it's it's the one where, like, the three different Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle shows crossover. Yeah. And so I was expecting something similar to that, but they're just, like, killing people. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, oh, they just chopped that guy's arm off. (laughs) I was not expecting that to happen. So, yeah, just go in there knowing that. Uh, Number 14 is the Netflix original film I Am Mother which is a sci-fi uh post-apocalyptic movie where this robot is uh raising a new human race after the old one is wiped out. And it was it was very interesting, kept me engaged the whole time. It would fit in very nicely in the uh the vein of Oblivion with Tom Cruise.
0: Oh, so nice good concept, great musical score, horrible ending. Ben, I love
1: Oblivion. I love it so
0: much. I I know you do. (laughs) I hate the ending so much of that movie. I hate that ending so much. Oh, so much.
1: You just don't like love. Um. It has nothing to do with that. It has
0: all everything to do with logical consistency of what you're trying to say. And if you're going to use a sci-fi conceit, then you need to say to yourself, "What are the actual ramifications of this?" Because it made no sense once they got to that ending. So I'm just – but the music score is amazing and the design is amazing. But we're not here to talk about Oblivion.
1: We're We're not. (laughs) Okay. Number 13 is the Amazon Prime original movie, The Aeronauts. You heard of this one?
0: I have not watched it yet. It keeps popping up on our uh, recommended (gasps) – and it
1: is so good is it yeah it's so good and it keeps you keeps you on the edge of your seat the whole movie and it's just such an original concept like it's it's like stuff you've never seen really before because just no one thinks to do it because why make a movie about a hot air balloon when you can make a movie about James Bond walking on the wing of an airplane or something you know yeah. so but it was it was really good i really liked it Um, All right, number 12 is Frozen 2, and I don't want to talk about it here because I want to do a whole episode about that franchise because there's some really good stuff to talk about. Um, Number 11 is Reign of the Superman, the sequel to Death of Superman, and now they've released both of these as one movie, The Death and Return of Superman, which I want to buy, but I've already bought the other two
0: spoilers you already bought the other two twice
1: right i rented the first one and then bought it <laughs> and then i i went and saw the second one in theaters and the first one in theaters and then i bought the second one
0: okay all right so, so you didn't buy it th- twice like i thought i you, spent
1: much money on it yeah you, <laughs> already yeah but i loved it it's it's that that graphic novel The Return of Superman is so dense and convoluted with all the different plot lines that were going on during the the four different comic series that make up the graphic novel this does a fantastic job of taking the best parts and just simplifying it and making it a great story so loved it number 10 Justice League versus the Fatal 5 you see this one
0: No, I didn't No because I very- thought I had seen it <laughs>
1: Ah, yes, sprint. Brand- there,
0: there's a, there's another one that's a Superman movie that's similar to this, at mm-hmm. least in, in concept. That I really enjoyed, and I thought I'd already seen this one before. So.
1: Okay, well, this one is it's a return to the character designs and voice actors of the Justice League series and the Justice League Unlimited series. It's, and I. Love that they did that, but then they also bumped up the rating to PG-13, so there's more language than I would have liked, and it's definitely more violent. But they introduce, or they, they focus on, uh, not Cosmic Boy. Who's this guy? He's the guy with the star suit from the Legion star- of Superheroes. Starman. They focus on him and his mental health issues, which was cool, but then the highlight is Jessica Cruz, the new Green Lantern, who is a uh, agoraphobic person. But it's still chosen as a green lantern. And it was <laughs> her, her story is very compelling.
2: An agoraphobic green lantern.
0: Yes. And I, I really enjoyed uh, I guess you could stay
2: that. inside your bubble. You could stay inside like a little green bubble.
0: You actually could literally make it so you're not ever outside.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So then, so I recommend that one. Uh, and then number nine is Shazam. I really enjoyed that. We did an episode on we that. We did, we
0: did, and it was a yeah. fun
1: movie. Yes,
0: in fun. some elements and other yep. elements,
1: not. <laughs> Problem. Other elements fun. really scary. <laughs> uh, number eight is Batman Hush. Did you guys see this one?
0: No, no. Nope.
1: Also recommend it. Uh, I like they they changed the ending from the comic book, and I like the ending better in the movie.
0: Oh. I said
1: it. I said it. And you won't regret it. Stand by it, yep. All right. Um, then number seven is the live-action Aladdin with Will Smith. Wow, this is this high on your list. Did you see it? No, I didn't. Oh, it's great. It's I great. believe you. Yeah. I'll yeah. have
2: to keep on believing you because I have no plan on seeing it, but that's okay. Uh,
1: well, of course, it's it can't live up to the original, but it does a great job of adapting what was there, and it does a great job of adding... The stuff it adds. Um, And Will Smith does a great job as the genie. And he's not trying to do a Robin Williams impression. But he does a great job with his own stuff. And the visual effects are great. The music's great. Um, the The one thing. And mild spoilers for Aladdin. The one thing I didn't enjoy. Was Jafar. They made him too young. And they took out my absolute favorite action set piece. Of the original movie. Which is where he turns into a giant snake. And Aladdin surfs on a diamond around the throne room, and then stabs him with a sword. They <laughs> <laughs> took it out, you monsters! Wow, that was the coolest thing. Okay, anyway, uh, number six, Captain Marvel. Okay,
0: from- which we it's did from- an episode about that, but it's it? yeah, uh, Steve, did you
2: see it? I did actually. This is kind of funny because you know I drive school buses for a living, and there was one day where I drove. a a team so far away that while they were there doing their thing, I forget what it was. I think it's track or something like that. It's like an all day event. And I drove to, uh, to Gillette stadium, which is like an hour and a half away from my house, which is where the, the Patriots play. And they have a huge complex and i i never go there i don't watch football games i have no real interest but they have this huge complex and i was like i was just going to park the bus and eat or something and i'm like they have a movie theater here and i'm like let's let's just see if i can and i'm like i can fit in two movies before i have to go back and pick up the team nice so i watched Shazam and i watched Captain Marvel at <laughs>
0: the same time that's funny day. ironic
2: <laughs> yeah very <laughs> ironic but um yeah, I, I saw. I saw. I, I Captain Marvel was better than Shazam, although it wasn't a perfect movie. But yeah,
1: yeah, I like it. Um, all right, number five is Spider-Man: Far From Home. I still haven't seen that. Oh, just a great job with Mysterio. Yeah, just the the perfect MCUing of that character. Okay. Definitely,
0: definitely. Yeah. there's. I had. I had some problems with the movie, especially with the teachers. It's really actually every (laughs) problem I had with that movie had to do with the teachers, but, uh, (laughs) the Spider-Man stuff. Um, and then I took my kids and saw the extended edition that they did in theaters where basically all they did was incorporate some deleted scenes into the beginning. And that was what I needed that I was missing in that movie, which was him doing stuff in New York. So you get a feel for just what has he been up to? As a superhero, since he started doing the superhero thing more officially, you know, and and that was just wonderful. Uh, I believe it's uh, short. It's not it's not even a deleted scene. It's like a step up from a deleted scene on the Far From Home uh, DVD home release where it's it's like a, a short film, like the the Marvel one shots that they used to do. Uh, so the stuff that he's doing at home before they go to Europe Uh, is is still on there but it's just not integrated into the film but i feel like the film lacked because of it and and then when i went and saw the that extended edition with my kids i was like oh yeah it's worth it i and i really wish that had been the actual movie (laughs)
1: yeah uh number four rise of skywalker
0: which we've talked about in a uh uh, road trip episode, but this is the other thing that I was excited about us doing this episode is because I wanted to hear what Steve thought about Rise of Skywalker.
2: You don't really want to hear what I thought about <laughs> the Rise of Skywalker.
0: All right, so what was number three for you then, Evan? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Steve, I want to hear it. Did you like it? Did you, did you like it? This is another ending to uh, a franchise. No, it's not. it's
2: it's It's not it is sort of it's actually the only movie that you need to see in the (laughs) entire franchise Mm. because it negates almost everything in the first eight movies just (laughs) bins them just trashes them just you know puts them off to the side makes its new creation has all the beats, all the, you know, the, 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 progress, the hero's journey, all that stuff. And, and ends, you know, the way it's, it, and it, you don't need any of the other eight movies. It's like, mwah, goodbye, other eight movies. Thanks for nothing. We're going to make our own thing and have it stand the test of time as the cap of this whole thing. I'm just like,
0: <sighs> no. but Steve, did you like it?
2: visually it was nice i mean there you know it's lots of visual things happening a lot of visuals um uh, i won't say that because it's late in the movie and i don't want to ruin it but there's the way they handle a character that you haven't seen for a while um uh There were elements of that that I could get into that I thought were uh, um, something that I could, you know, say that was okay.
0: But the the, the generality is you're not a fan. You're not going to come back to this movie.
2: Man, I wish I could walk away from it. It just keeps
0: pulling me back in.
2: I had I had no plans on seeing the movie and my wife was is just like, oh we're we're I, I, you know it's like and I'm like all right so we went
0: <laughs> all right
2: but I, I I mean seriously, I have no more interest in it's sort of like baseball now. I don't know if you guys follow baseball, but with the whole thing with with the the cheating and the stealing signs and the managers getting fired and all that stuff I'm just like, you know what? It's been on a downward slope for, for such a long time that I'm going to let this be the last nail in the coffin. And I'm, you know, I didn't really have plans on getting that interested in baseball again this year. I didn't really have plans last year, but I sort of did because other people, you know, enjoy it and stuff. But this year I'm just like, I just think I'm just going to stay away from it because it's just garbage now. And this Star Wars, it's just more of the same thing. It, it just seems like fan fiction to me. You know, it seems like people are running with it and you have one person doing one movie and another person doing this movie. And then the other person who did the first movie is doing this movie and just, you know, taking some elements from the second movie, but completely ignoring other elements and making huge jumps. And, and it just, it seems like a, a bunch of people got together and said, Hey, let's do some fan fiction movies and try to make it a trilogy. And, and, just no, nope.
0: Sorry. All right. <laughs> and, and yet, there's also the Mandalorian.
2: Well, yeah. And but... everyone
0: liked that. Like, yeah. <laughs> all this fighting about, you know, Last Jedi, and now about, oh, uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker, and and the Mandalorian. None of that because it has Baby Yoda. Well, it's almost like you know what? If you don't like the Mandalorian then you don't like whatever is cute and good in the world
1: yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) baby Yoda stands in for humanity if you don't like baby Yoda then you you don't like
0: anything or anyone so So. all right baby
2: Yoda that I have a problem with really and the Mandalorian but all right talk about that at a different time I guess What's next? Number
1: number three. This surprised me. It came in late in the game and jumped to number three, the Netflix original movie, Claws. Did you guys see this?
0: No, I didn't. This is a Santa no. Claus movie, right?
1: The animated Santa Claus movie. It is just charming as all get out. Wow. And it is wonderful. The animation is like nothing you've ever seen. It's hand animated. Hand traditionally hand drawn, but they've shaded it somehow like it's CGI, it's crazy. It looks so good. And this is my review I gave it on Letterboxd. This is the type of character the animation at Disney has forsaken. It's a wonderful and original movie, one of the most visually engaging as well as heartwarming animated films I've seen in a long while. And yeah, it's true, just the beautiful traditional American hand American style Disney style hand-drawn animation is just wonderful and it's just something you haven't seen since Princess and the
0: Frog it's crazy
1: and it was so Uh, good
0: yeah uh so I and I've heard a lot of people say stuff like that yeah like the just just how good it is so yeah but I did not see it so better than the Santa Claus Chronicles from last year oh yes far (laughs) and away better yes
1: (laughs) even though i did enjoy that one i
0: did too it was fun it was a lot of fun
1: this is on another level this is like a disney animated feature that's not made by disney it's very good um all right in number two no surprise here avengers endgame yeah
0: which we talked about yes and then number one episodes yeah
1: number one In my list, and number one in my heart, (laughs) Alita Battle Angel. Wow. For crying out loud, go watch this movie right now.
2: Yeah. Surprising. Is it streaming anywhere?
0: uh, I don't know. I don't know. It is worth watching.
1: Oh, so good. Yeah, it's the best. By my list, it's the best sci-fi movie this year, and... I don't know how many years to come will it stay on the top. I love it so much, wow. and it's so, it's like, it, it it is like an Avatar sort of movie where you just go into another world, and it's all just real and good.
0: So, yeah, right, good stuff, really good stuff. Uh, I wish they had not ended it <laughs> on quite the cliffhanger that yes. they ended it on, but yes. good stuff. Yeah. Cool. All right. So there's a couple of movies that are missing uh, that you did not see. And one of them is Glass. Yep. Which was see the uh, capper to the M. Night Shyamalan uh, trilogy. My seven word movie review that I mm-hmm. gave you to could... Glass was this was really good until it wasn't. <laughs> so <that's>... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, let's, yeah. let's
2: hope it's over. Because, well, I mean, I, I guess someone could could do it well if you took some of the elements and
0: no no it, it there was really a good uh it was a good uh continuation of um oh what was the bruce willis movie that they uh, unbreakable uh, unbreakable it was a good continuation of that it was a good continuation of split uh it it worked but it jumped into a fourth act at the end where it's just like wait what um <laughs> And there was someone else, uh, the person behind me, this, uh, I only remember this because of my, my letterboxd ad or, uh, a, 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 a review, but, um, the person behind me said that was good. That was really good. I didn't understand it, but that was good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's funny. Uh, and, and the unfortunate thing is because of some of the stuff that happened, especially toward the end of the movie, uh, it just kind of, it didn't destroy my goodwill, but it just kind of made my goodwill wilt a little bit. Um, you know, toward toward it and and definitely didn't make me want to re-watch Split ever again. Uh, but Unbreakable, it's still up there, you know, as as a good movie. But mm-hmm. um, so it didn't make me retro hate. But it also Right, yeah. It, but kudos to him. He made the movie he wanted to make, you know?
2: I guess. So that's yeah. good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Also missing is us yeah yes it is uh, did, which i don't think you saw but mm-hmm. um my seven word movie review for that one was tight tense amazing until it gets goofy <laughs> so <laughs> um the first two acts of that movie are four and a half stars but then it gets it gets goofy at the end it just asks you to accept too much similar to uh uh, similar to The Wandering Earth, you know, mm. where it's just such a big concept that there's it's just so easy to poke holes in how this could never work. And and it never really takes the steps to make you have that that suspension of disbelief. So like
1: if if those two movies were set in another universe, then you could probably buy it. But because they're supposedly set on Earth.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. one thing about us, and I, I want to try and avoid spoilers, um, but the, the thing about us is if it had been a, a Twilight Zone episode, and so a lot shorter, where you're spending a lot less time with the concept, uh, so th- it gets harder to poke holes in it, uh, it I think it would have work better. The concept itself is not bad. It's just when you start thinking about the implications of this big, giant thing that's going on and it just it falls apart a little bit and and so as good as it was it just wasn't great um okay also it, we mentioned brightburn which mm-hmm. is uh basically what if superman was evil and and he gets sent to earth uh and then has and
1: not evil like General Zod evil, but evil as in like the Antichrist. Mm, <laughs> wait. Cause well, in all those movies about the Antichrist as a kid, you know, like General yeah, Zod. Yeah, I, I he's guess ag- he's against humans, you know, but he's he's not without morals.
0: This is a kid who is learning <laughs> who he is and and kind of figuring out, wait a minute, I I guess I'm evil.
2: <laughs> and, and so
0: i'm just gonna let myself go yes I I, i'm just gonna let it go let it fly let the evil flag fly you know and just not concern myself so you know ma and pa kent are part of this movie and they're good people and they're trying to you know not push him but they're trying to lead him toward doing right and and being good and using his powers for Good and not evil, and instead he turns around and is just like, "Well, wait, no, I could be God of this world. Why shouldn't I? Because I'm so powerful." Wow. And and he kind of loses any kind of moral compass, and then and then what happens? And it gets it gets grisly, it gets gross, um, and and it's a nihilistic movie. I mean, there again, like Joker, there isn't a counterpoint to him. He. The counterpoints that are there are ineffective, and so his adoptive parents are not effective with him and same with Joker you know there's there's all these counterpoints to Joker that are just not effective uh, because society is just against him and but in this it's just a kid realizing I've got the power of life over you know de- uh, death you know i I can do whatever I want and and start seeing humans as ants. And so he becomes just that kid who's just stomping on ants. And so I, I liked it thematically. There's some stuff going on that's interesting, but it's it's not the greatest movie and I, I will never watch it again. <laughs> like, um, Instead, I'll just go back to my Letterboxd review if there's a sequel.
1: <laughs> I read the description on Wikipedia, the plot synopsis, and it horrified me. So I'm never going to watch it.
0: Uh right. then there was Captive State and Captive State was toward the beginning of the year uh kind of in that location like we were talking about with uh uh what was the movie we just went and saw underwater mm. um you know where it's just that kind of l- lower budget but still big budget sci-fi that as far as I can tell isn't based on any uh any kind of um, intellectual property that's out there. Like it's not based on a comic book or a novel or anything like that. It's just putting it out there and and it was pretty good. It's pretty good. All right. Not, not the, not the biggest, greatest thing, but not, a, not a bad sci-fi movie. So it's recommended. I, I think I give it three and a half stars. So that is all right. I think that's most of the list. The other thing I'd like to kind of touch on real quick is just movies that we didn't see. So okay. there's a uh, Terminator, Dark Fate. I did not see that, nope. and I wanted to, uh, but just didn't have the time and didn't care enough to get out there for it. Um, Men in Black International didn't see it. Didn't see it, nope. but want to maybe sometime if it's free on Netflix yep. or something.
1: <laughs> if it's free,
0: if it's free, Gemini Man. Uh, yeah. Same kind of thing. Don't know you know mm-hmm. if it if it shows up on netflix or amazon prime uh maybe but hellboy <laughs> uh no plans to see this movie i yeah, no. i was curious just to see how bad is it and then when i started hearing more and more just about how bad it was i decided <laughs> I'm not even gonna not even gonna be a looky loo on the the train wreck here. I'm just gonna let it go. <laughs> and just drive on by. Um I think those are the biggest ones. All right. Yeah.
1: And lastly, just real quick, we can do this real fast, as is tradition. I have a look ahead at the next year.
0: Okay, that's as is tradition in our regular year-end episodes, but you know, we. This is about 2019. Like it's in the title, <laughs> it's part of the series.
1: Look, but the best part is you guys reacting to the weird movies that I found that are going to come out.
0: All right, we'll we'll do it. We'll Real do quick. It. Okay. Real quick. We'll do stop. it. Stop
1: me. All right. January 10th, we already saw Underwater. January 17th, Doctor Doolittle with with Robert Downey Jr., which apparently has a dragon in it. Uh, February 7th, Birds of Prey and Harley Quinn and stuff. Oh, I'm so not excited about that. That's a movie. Yeah, me neither, but I have to go see it because it's got my second favorite comic book character in it and they're going to ruin it.
0: Yeah, so you have <laughs> to see it. Yes, like, just so I, just, I can
1: be mad about it.
0: Oh, um, no interest, <laughs> but I don't know if I I don't. I'm know. seeing it.
1: Uh, February 14th, something I'm much more excited about, Sonic the Hedgehog. It's
0: right. happening. Yep, it's happening. No,
1: February 28th, The Invisible Man.
0: I'm curious in, about this one.
1: In preparation. Well, I don't know. It's a new take. In In preparation for this, I have watched the original Invisible Man. So, which was interesting. Uh, March 6th, Pixar's Onward, which looks great. Uh, n- March 20th, Quiet Place 2. Not seeing it, but I thought you guys might be interested
0: in it. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I like the first one. Didn't see it. It's It's good. scary. It's good. It really isn't. <laughs> Did you see it? No, I don't
1: want to. It seems really tense. <laughs> it's tense, but I mean, yes. It's... Okay. Uh, March I 20... Like March twenty seventh. <laughs> a movie that I am not interested in seeing: Mulan, the live action version. Um, I just love the original so much. I don't want. I don't want to see this one. I didn't see the new Lion King either, and that was one we didn't watch either. In
0: 2019.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. No interest in that. April 3rd, New Mutants. Probably not seeing it. Have fun, Ben. Really? Yeah. It's kind of scary looking. I'm scared. I'll
2: probably (sighs) see it. (laughs)
1: Okay. I mean, I might change my mind, but right now. hmm. Uh, April 10th. Because I I watch Legion, and Legion creeped me out. And I don't want to watch. Yeah. So this one's really trying to creep you out. So
0: uh april t- to be fair legion was too okay yeah
1: it was too much for me uh april 10th no time to die james bond
0: yeah you know i i was i've been thinking about james bond a lot lately and i'll probably go and see it just because but
1: i yeah i'm going to have to rewatch a couple of them before this cuz i don't remember anything <laughs> That's supposed to matter. Uh, like in the last one I watched, they revealed some stuff and everybody was like, oh, and I'm like, wait, why? Why are we gasping? I don't even remember. <laughs> uh, April 17th. I will be in the theaters. My wife will be in the theaters. Will Ben be in the theaters? I don't it's know. Trolls, it's Trolls 2, Ben.
0: Oh, I doubt I will be in the theaters.
1: <sighs> one of the great fantasy epics of our time. Um, number or May 1st, Black Widow. We'll be seeing
0: that one, I'm sure. Yeah, but not on opening night. I'll be out of town. Yeah,
2: They're not going to be showing it out of town?
0: I will be... <laughs>
1: okay. I mean, really, they usually only show movies in Mishawaka, and that's it. Um,
0: but I'll, I'll be at a conference, so...
1: Yeah. May 15th, I am skeptical of this, but I'll probably go see it, is the new Scooby-Doo movie called
0: Scoob. Hmm origin story
1: yes i'm skeptical because what are they doing replacing the voice of shaggy when the other guy is still alive and perfectly able to do it and frank welker is not playing fred what are we doing here
0: well he's getting old
1: well he still sounds like fred okay um (laughs) but they're bringing in the blue falcon and dino mutt for this thing
0: they're building a cinematic universe
1: that is great. <laughs> I'd see a Blue Falcon movie. Uh, yeah, I'm all on board for that. Uh, what, um, what was the date on that? That's May 15th. Okay. May 29th, something I don't know anything about. Someone gave me the book. I never read it. It's Artemis Fowl by Disney.
0: Mm. Yeah, I, I don't think I'll be there for that one. Uh, I haven't. I'll probably
1: see it on Disney Plus or something. Have you read the book? No.
0: Okay. the book series i should say yeah uh
1: it looks interesting uh june 5th wonder woman 1984
0: i'm watching that yep yep uh hey you skipped another one too i did okay february 21st bloodshot vin diesel based on the valiant comic
1: Oh. oh
2: valiant
0: yeah yeah actually i'm i'm really interested in that one and i really want to see it uh Daniel Butcher brought it to my attention.
1: Mm.
0: but it's uh it's basically guy got gets injected with nanobots that keep him alive and he never dies. and they erase ah. his memory uh, and then he goes out and does a job for them, and then he comes back and they erase his memory again, and it goes on and on like that. So anyway, okay, continue.
1: okay. Uh, then it's June 19th, Pixar's second movie of the year, Soul, which looks a lot like, uh, Inside Out, but about your soul.
0: I have okay. not even heard about
1: that. Really? Yeah. Oh, they got, a, they got a trailer out and everything. Okay. Uh, yeah, check it out. Probably going to be super heretical. <laughs> but, really?
0: Yeah
2: a movie but, by Hollywood about the soul and it's going to be heretical?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're prejudiced there. Probably yeah. am. Probably a bigot. Um, June 26th is Top Gun Maverick.
0: Nope. Yeah,
1: sure I'm, I'm really
0: curious what they're going to do with that. But yeah, I'll, definitely, I'll, I'll definitely be there for it.
1: Yeah, I, I watched the first one I think a year or two ago for the first time and I liked it. Uh, okay, this one I'm excited about. July 3rd 4th of July weekend, it's Free Guy starring, is it Chris Pratt? No. No, it's not. It's uh, Ant-Man. Right? Oh, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Where, where it's about a an NPC from yeah. a video game who becomes self-aware. And and,
0: and goes on designs. a mission. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he goes on a mission to, to give it's, be free. It's the hero's journey.
1: It looks great. July 10th. The new Ghostbusters afterlife movie. Don't know if I'm gonna see it. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Okay, but I will go see this just because of who's making it. July 17th, it's Tenet, which is the new Christopher Nolan mindbreaker movie. Mindbreaker? Yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like Inception, Prestige, kind of interstellar. Which just you don't really know what it's about, but you know it's going to hurt your brain in a good way.
0: Hopefully, hopefully. Yes, uh, but yeah, they 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 do a good job keeping, uh, keeping keeping it quiet as far as what is the actual thing going to be about. So yep, even after two trailers, it has, something
1: to do with, <laughs> has something to do with manipulating time. So yes, that'll be new. Yes, uh, July twenty fourth. Jungle Cruise with The Rock. Daniel Butcher will be there. Okay. That's his favorite ride at Disney World or Disneyland. Um, July 31st is Morbius.
0: We'll be there. Dan, you want to yeah. say anything uh, about uh, that? Have you watched the trailer? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I, we can play the Is It MCU game. Uh, I mean, this some...
1: one, this one. Is a it's a big question mark on that? Because it seems like it actually might be. There's some possible things tying it in. Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely more course, than denim. There's hard to find a Spider-Man character that I care less about than Michael Morbius. So how would
2: they pick Morbius of all the?
0: <laughs> Here's the he's deal: he's a
1: vampire. Everyone loves vampires. No,
0: no, no. I, I, Ten years ago, there's a little bit of that, but it basically comes down to <laughs> Sony is making the Spider-Man movies with Disney. And Sony is, was before they made that deal was planning on doing their own new rebooted Spider-Man universe. And they were going to lead up to the Sinister Six. And so this is kind of, I think, the, the trace elements of that plan with Venom and, and, and Morbius here. But it's, these are the safe ones to do. And when I say safe, I mean, it's not Green Goblin because Green Goblin might end up being an MCU thing, you know, for that that deal that they're they're working with uh and so they're they're just mining whatever spider-man characters they can uh and doing these spider-man characters without spider-man and yes it's it's weird the two that they've chosen though because it's venom and venom 2 will be coming uh and then it's it's morbius it's just yeah you say oh vampires you know they're i don't know Um, uh (laughs)
2: how about dr strange versus dracula you know something like that but i mean morbius
0: sony is making the movie sony has a handful of marvel characters they can do things with and and so this is what they're choosing to go with and Uh, (laughs) why not Uh, they're also doing uh silver and sable i think which is, oh, I wish I could remember the characters now. No, I thought it was Black
1: and Silver, which Black Cat and Silver Sable.
0: That's it. That's it.
1: Black and Silver, yeah. I'd be interested in a Black Cat movie. And Silver Sable's a good person to pit against her or it's team up just, with her, I guess. So, yeah. yeah.
0: It's, it's Garfield <laughs> without Garfield, you know? That's really what it is. It's, it's just the big budget movie version of that. Yeah. All right.
2: Mm-hmm. It's like the Odie
1: movie all right yeah exactly (laughs) uh august 14th escape room 2 i'm gonna go see it Hmm. um august 21st bill and ted face the music i've never seen any of the bill and ted's
0: well i will let you borrow that maybe and we can okay we can do a a a franchise retrospective with this or
1: something there you go (laughs) sweet uh september 4th monster hunter which is based on the video game franchise which i've never played um but it's about hunting monsters like giant it's basically the witcher dragony monsters i don't know uh september 18th is the king's man which is a prequel to the kingsman series not gonna see it
0: great title though
1: <laughs> yes yes october 2 is venom 2 and then a movie called bios with tom hanks in it and it says it's an ailing inventor the last man on earth builds an android to keep him and his dog company and goes on a journey across the country
0: there it is
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay and then we have october 9th death on the nile which is the sequel to murder on the orient express oh and interesting I,
0: really, I didn't realize yes, they were doing I that really
1: yeah, I really enjoyed that first one, and I don't want to read the book because I want to be surprised by the movie. So I I'll, I'm looking forward to that. All right. October's October sixteenth, Snake Eyes. It's my birthday. GI GI Joe spinoff. Yeah. There you
0: Happy go. Happy birthday to me. Yep.
1: Happy birthday, Ben. November sixth
0: <laughs> is the Eternals, which I'm looking forward to. Which is MCU for sure.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, November 20th, Godzilla versus King Kong. Yep. Looking forward to that one. We'll be
0: there. Definitely.
1: Sorry, my baby is crying in the background. Shantae is trying to calm him down. Cool. Um, Then, I don't have a date for this one, but it's it's the next Disney Studios animated film, uh, and it's Raya and the Last Dragon, which is about a girl from China and a dragon. All right. And then, oh, I don't know what this is. December eleventh is called Samaritan, the movie. And I don't
0: huh.
1: I put it on here for a reason. I'm sure it's a sci-fi thing, but I don't. I'm pulling it up. Sylvester so Stallone. That's what I'm
0: seeing? Interesting.
1: A young boy learns that a superhero, who was thought to have gone missing after an epic battle 20 years ago, may in fact still be around. Written by Ben Avery for Base Camp Adventures. So Whoa. you go listen to that they first, are. and you see who did it
0: first. Not not me. <laughs> it was Ben. It's been done that by the, lots of other people before. <laughs> that
1: is the exact synopsis for that episode. It made. is. It is. It's hilarious. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, December 18th Dune. is Dune. Dune yes dune oh man we'll see if it's any good
1: i'm interested to see it yes. i've never yes. seen the first one um is it just the a continuation no it, it's no
0: really no good. it is it is a just starting over and they're hoping for it to be a franchise um but yep
1: uh then we have uh december 23rd just in time for christmas it's The Crude's 2. Why? Why are we making a Crude's 2?
0: <laughs> they had a Netflix original TV show, right? Yes. Apparently it's I mean the first made some money yeah. for them.
1: Okay. And then we have uh Tom and Jerry a movie apparently is coming out the same day. And then on December 25th, this sounds really group? Tom and Jerry I think it's about the mouse and the cat. Oh, oh. oh. And then on Christmas, this movie sounds really cool. It's called The Tomorrow War. The fate of a futuristic war rests upon one man's abilities to confront the ghosts of his past. Okay, all right, whatever. But then the second sentence of this description. Humanity is losing to an alien invasion, so to fight back, scientists develop a way to draft soldiers from the past to fight the war. Okay. Nate. Kind of interesting, maybe. So it could be kind of like a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen thing where we get Alexander the Great and Hannibal.
0: Yeah. And, yeah.
1: You know, yeah. Stuff like that to come and fight. Could be. Napoleon.
0: Oh, what's the movie that came out in the 90s that had uh, Mick Jagger and Anthony Hopkins? <laughs> where... Not- oh where they were pulling no. pulling people from the past, uh, not to fight the wars, but because they, they get them just as they're about to die and then pull them into the future. And then someone in the future who's dying can download their soul into the body of this healthy person that they pulled from the past. So huh. Emilio Estevez is a race car driver who's in a horrible accident and they pull him out of the car just like, they beam him out of the car just before he dies and the car explodes and his body wouldn't be found you know and, and they pull him into the future and and he escapes and Mick Jagger's a bounty hunter that's chasing after him in the future okay that's that's what i think about when you say they're pulling him from the past <laughs> but
1: all right well that's it yeah. that's all i got all that's right the then.
0: future that is 2020 2020 2020 And there's a lot there's a lot but you know I finally figured out the through line for the movies we're talking about today and it's That's interesting cuz next year doesn't really have this uh endings mm. you know you've got you've got Star Wars you've got Toy Story 4 you've got Glass uh you've got of uh Endgame not Endgame mm-hmm. yeah Endgame where and it's endgame. not the end of a franchise but it's definitely the end of a story I, th- I think, I think it's uh, yeah. 2019 is the, the ending effect, but looking at 2020 and th- these are, this is an interesting year. It's a lot of stuff, but it's not as big and it's not the, the big franchises have, have closed themselves down. Yeah. Hmm.
2: There you have it. It's going to be an interesting year. I think this this year, it it may be the year that we really start to focus more on what is coming out on streaming and things like that. I mean, there's been a big shift towards it in the last couple of years. But I think with with what's being offered, no offense, I mean, there are some good movies there. But with what's being offered and also the trend over the last couple of months away from uh, cinema... You know, just monetarily. Um I see this year maybe as as a really big wake up call to uh to cinema
0: to I, I think you're definitely right. I mean this year they had like the last of the big franchises with Endgame and and Star Wars, yep. the Swan Song. Now there'll be more Star Wars, but it will not be as big as as what we what we had here. Yep, yeah, and and the same with the same with the MCU. The, I mean, Marvel with Endgame, the stuff coming after it is interesting and should be fun, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's not the you, it's not popular. It's not easy.
2: Yeah, what are you going to do after you wipe out half the universe? You know, wipe out three quarters of the universe. Well, no, I, it's
0: like, <laughs> they reset it, and and but the thing is, these these new movies are bringing in new characters and it's not characters anyone cares about. Yeah. You know the yes. the new characters are Shang-Chi and it's That's the Eternals and it's it's things that are going to be a little <laughs> bit harder sell. Yeah. Um now of course you still got Spider-Man, you still got Doctor Strange, but and Guardians of the Galaxy, but Thor. and
1: Natalie Portman. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, but the things <laughs> the things that are that are coming are not necessarily At all what people are clamoring for and and excited about. So it'll be very interesting just to see where, where this year goes. I think you're right, Steve. I think that there's going to be a huge drop in, in box office and, and we'll see what happens with the whole, uh, the streaming stuff. That's definitely already pulling from the box office. I think you're right. Me too. All right, gentlemen. That was 2019. And in 10 years, we will come back with 2029 to finish this series. Um, and I joke, but, you know, we, we just might do it. We just might do it. Could be. Maybe. Or not. Could be. Because podcasting. If the Lord wills. Yeah, because podcasting <laughs> takes the... Uh, the hit the same way that cinema did.
2: I don't know. Podcasting is on the rise. This might be the year we make our millions in podcasting.
0: <laughs> our millions it might be. of
2: giggletron. Tron
0: might, might be millions of what is, is just the question there, but.
2: Well, yeah, could be millions of anything.
0: Exactly. Millions of molecules breathed in during <laughs> an hour and a half episode. Boom. Millions. We made our millions. Bang. All right. Thanks, guys. Final words real quick. Say goodbye.
2: Uh, My final words. uh, I think uh, Lemony Snicket put it uh, so succinctly and fluidly and simply when he said, the end of the end is the best place to begin the end. Because if you read the end from the beginning of the beginning of the end to the end of the end of the end, you will arrive at the end i love lemony
1: snicket um and my final words would be go watch alita battle angel
0: do it and my final words do are it. patrick Warburton as lemony snicket it's <laughs> pretty much as good as it gets Yep. yeah and yep. Uh, also thank you very much for listening and godspeed You've been listening to the Strangers and Aliens podcast, hosted by Ben Avery, Evan David, Steve
2: McDonald, and Dr. Jason Neal. Our music was composed and mixed by Tim Leffel.
0: We'd love for you to join the conversation by going to our website at strangersandaliens.com, where you'll find show notes, articles, reviews, and more.
1: You can also email us directly at podcast at strangersandaliens.com.
2: Or you can join our social media conversations by following us on Twitter, where we are at Alien. Or liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash strangers and aliens.
1: Or leave us a voicemail by calling the Strangers and Aliens Hotline. That number is 1 804
0: 3781. And once again, thanks for listening. My thumb would be like, hey, are you sure about this? And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, just stay up. It's okay, dude. And, and my thumb would be, oh, okay, all right. But what about the, uh, yeah, you're right. You're right, thumb.